everyone. So today on Coffee Homes and Loans, um, you have your originals here, Carolina and Rayleigh. We are gonna be talking about first time home buyer questions because we know that a lot of people out there it, it's just, it's scary. It's really expensive. That number is so big. And I mean, for myself being newly married, being young, it almost seems unimaginable. So we're gonna kind of go over a few questions that I have had and that a lot of you guys have. So the first question that we're gonna go over is what can I do with my bank account to feel more comfortable going into buying a home? That's a great question. So even though we have down payment assistance programs that can cover your down payment and depending on the market, we can have the seller cover your closing costs, it's important that you have some emergency funds. So it is, I would suggest a healthy savings is to have six months equal to your new mortgage payment. So if your new mortgage payment is going to be uh, $2,000 per month, ideally you can save up $12,000 and that's a healthy savings yeah. account. Just um, if you go on vacation, you can still pay the mortgage. If you have an emergency and uh, have to leave the country, the state, whatever it is, you have a little extra padding of money to make your mortgage payments and not be completely stressed out or be late on your mortgage because you never want to do that. No. Um, so I would say uh, whatever your mortgage payment is times six times, um, $12,000 is a lot of money. So if you are not able to save that much, anywhere between two to four months is still pretty healthy. Okay. Um, a great way of saving is doing it through your 401k account. So if you work for a company you uh, and you have benefits, you're uh, probably eligible to sign up for a 401k account. They take the money pre-tax and it's sitting there on your bank account. Um, and depending on the, on the type of 401k, IRA, whatever it is, you can take it out in case of emergency, if you need to gotcha. buy a house, or even borrow against this, and you pay yourself back. So it's very neat. That makes sense. So if I am saving that much money, whether I go the two to three months or the six months way, um, when would my first actual mortgage payment be after we close? Because I know that there's a lot um, that goes down in closing at the beginning. Yes. So a mortgage payment is backwards compared to a rent payment. So okay. when you're renting an apartment or a house, you always pay the first of every month for the month that you're gonna live in, you pay ahead. When you pay for your mortgage, you pay backwards for the month that you already lived in. So for example, if you close on a loan in January, your first monthly payment is not gonna be until March 1st. Gotcha. Because um, you're gonna, on March 1st, you're gonna be paying for the month of February, the month you already lived in. And when you close in January, your closing cost is going to include the interest of the days left over in January. So if you close on January 20th, you are already paying for the other 11 days to complete the month on interest to the mortgage company. So the mortgage company is not going to uh, skip a month or anything yeah. like that. They always <laughs> will have their money. But it just it's nice because it gives you the illusion, especially because you have 30 days to move out and you won't be, if we time it nicely, you won't be paying double rent. Well, that's great. That's really good to know because, you know, that can be stressful putting down all that money and then all of a sudden you have to pay another mortgage. So it's nice to know that you basically have like two months before yep. you have to pay your next um, mortgage payment, which is really nice. So that's why 
saving the money, like you said, is a really good cushion because then you can buy groceries. If you do need a new bed, you can get that after you close because we prefer you don't do it before. Um, so another question that comes to people's minds is um, what are the first steps to going into buying a house if I've never done it before so that I don't get freaked out for the process? Yeah, so it can be overwhelming because a lot of uh, documents are required. Um, if you have had job changes, um, career changes, or you just left a school, we need to basically put together 24 months um, of work history. Um, we have a lot of buyers that are stay-at-home moms that before that they started a new job, but before that they had a, a work history. So we have to put it all together. So it can be a lot of information. That's why it's nice working with a loan officer face-to-face -face, per se. So we can walk you through the process and it doesn't seem like you're giving out everything, seeing every single detail of your life. So. The first step I would say, talk to your loan officer and talk about budget. How much can you actually afford per month? Um, what you said, savings, how much should you save up? Do you qualify for any down payment assistance programs? And let's run your credit because once we have your credit report, we can see what your credit score is and what type of loan you will need and therefore know what your interest rate and down payment needs to be and what your monthly payment would be. Because before that, it's just estimated numbers that are not necessarily real to the specific person. But once we have your information, they're specific to you, to what you can afford. And running the credit, we only, um, as a mortgage company, we only want to run it one time. And that one credit report will last us for four months. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to run it several times. Well, that's great. So when talking about all of that, um, towards the end of buying a home, I know that there are some fees incorporated with it, but I wouldn't know what those fees are. So what can I see coming from my paycheck with all those fees incorporated with using a loan originator? Yes, so every mortgage company is gonna have their own underwriting, processing, document preparation, and sometimes origination fee. Okay. At Movement Mortgage, we have a flat um, underwriting and processing fee is $1,295. Some companies can charge up to 1% on or origination fee. So those fees end up being your closing costs. Okay. So on a transaction, let's, let's say FHA, $100,000, the minimum down payment is on 100,000 would be 3,500, 3.5%. The closing costs are most likely going to be about $4,500. Okay. It's going to cover your mortgage company fees, your credit report fees, your verification of employment, IRS transcripts, and your title and escrow fees, which you guys can see what those are on episode three that we recorded. <laughs> um, and it's going to cover all of that. So in that case of, of 100,000, you're going to need like about $8,000 to close on a home. So that's why saving at the beginning is a good idea because you have that cushion to pay for the closing fees, which is also really nice, um, in my opinion, because when you're working with a realtor, you have fees there too. So why not work with somebody who can help you get your finances in a row, all your ducks in a row, and explain it to you in the best way possible, right? Mm -hmm. And when you're choosing a realtor, you want to be aware of what fees are they going to charge. So realtors are likely paid by the seller uh, commission when they bring a buyer to the home. So when you choose a realtor to represent you as the buyer, you don't normally have to pay the realtor. You may have to pay a transaction fee anywhere between $300 up to $900 depending on the brokerage okay. for filing and processing. But you don't pay them the commission. That so makes they, sense. Yeah, so they represent you and the seller will pay the realtor. 
So sometimes it depends on the agreement that you sign with your realtor. Sometimes they require you to pay them commission. So you want to look at the fine print and talk to different realtors so you can know exactly what their fees are. Absolutely. Well, that makes a lot of sense to me. If you guys have any other questions, please put them below in the comments um, and we can do another video just like this because I know we don't always answer all your questions. So if you have anything else, let us know. Yeah, sounds good. Thank well, you, Rayleigh. it's been another podcast with Coffee Homes and Loans. Thanks for coming. Thank Bye. You.